it is a two-way street. You have a say in this. If they come in an inconvenient moment or you feel scared, you just say, hey, I notice I feel a little bit scared right now. Maybe come tomorrow when the daylight is here. <laughs> Welcome to the Seeing in the Dark podcast, the podcast for new ways of leading and doing business. No more separation between money, power, and leadership and being a deeply spiritual human being. Seeing in the dark is about walking paths that have not been walked before and truly making a change in a world in which old ways are crumbling. My name is Nicole Nima Costeres, CEO of a multiple six-figure soul-based business and here to take you into the mysteries of purpose, power, intuition and soul-based leadership. May you embody your own unique essence so deeply that your vibration naturally teaches, inspires and assists others. Let's dive in. Welcome to this week's episode on transforming the fear of spirits. It's a very beautiful topic and I feel that over the years that I was working as a psychic medium, the fear of spirits is something that I came across a lot. And when I look back at my own journey, I had years and years of having fear of the spirit world, but more so even fear of the unseen, right? So I remember when I was a little girl, when I was very little, actually, I was feeling completely fine with the spirit world. I could see them. I could feel them. There was no fear. There was no, like, it didn't feel unusual for me. But as I was getting older as a child, so even before a teenager, but just a little bit older, maybe around seven, eight, nine, ten, around that age, I always jumped in my bed because I was afraid that someone would grab me from underneath the bed, right? And as a teenager, I remember that, especially through watching horror movies, I got really scared of the unseen. And with the sensitivity of sensing the spirit world and sensing the unseen realms, I remember times where I would like brush my teeth and had the feeling there is someone standing behind me. And this would just freak me out because I would look behind me and nobody was there. Yet I would feel someone behind me or late at night when I would be walking on the street, I would have a feeling that someone was walking with me, although there was nobody there. And so I remember times that also when I, yes, let me share one more example. When I moved into my own house for the first time in the evening, I would always be afraid that suddenly scream would show up like in front of my window. So I would always have my curtains closed because I was really scared of suddenly a face showing up in the window. And I think a lot of these fears that we have for the unseen, for the for the spirit or the spirit world are connected, first of all, through watching scary movies. Like for me as a teenager, Scream was way too scary to watch. And so I always had this fear for, for these masked, masked people. Um, but also one of the reasons why I see there is fear around the unseen is not fully understanding what we are sensing and therefore projecting our fear onto the sensation that we, onto the sensation that we are feeling. So when the spirit world comes closer to us, it changes something in our sensations. 
So it can be that um, a loved one or one of your guides comes closer to you and you feel a tingling sensation on your cheek, for example, or you feel a slight shift in temperature where maybe suddenly the air feels colder or warmer. Uh, maybe you feel a certain expansion of the heart. Um, but when we don't fully know or trust what's going on in that moment, it can trigger a fear and then the fear gets projected onto the thing that we are sensing and making it something scary, right? So when people come to me and they ask me about um, like some negative entity or a bad spirit is chasing them, 99% of the time, it is actually their own loved ones and their own guides trying to make a connection with them, but them not fully understanding what is happening. Yeah, so throughout the years, as I've been teaching my courses and my programs around uh, mediumship and psychic abilities, like I will be teaching my course in November, You Are Intuition, which is a five-week online journey into the realms of training and developing your psychic abilities and learning this language of energy that will help you to connect also with the spirit world and find a deeper understanding on how they are trying to connect with you. Because the spirit world is a world of love. It's not a world somewhere far away. It's like a dimension within our dimension. Meaning that when your loved ones pass away, they, they go into this realm where they can still come and connect with you. There's very often this question of like, am I not disturbing my loved ones in spirit? Or um, shouldn't they go to a place where they can actually not connect anymore? My experience is that the moment you pass on, start immediately the moment where you can connect with your loved ones or through a medium or like, you can connect. Like my teacher gave an example. One of my teachers, my main teacher, actually, she gave an example of um, that one day she was offering a reading to someone. And during the reading, someone was coming forward and her client said, no, but this person is actually still alive. And then after the session, she looks at her phone and she got a phone call to to be notified that this person had actually had an accident and was passed away. So that was connect, this person was connecting from spirit within half an hour of her passing away. So I know there is mediums that say, no, people need a certain amount of time before they realize they are dead or before they can connect. But actually that turned out to not be true. You can connect the moment you pass on. When you die very, very sudden and unexpected, sometimes you do need a bit more time to realize that you actually passed away. Um, but overall, you can immediately already connect. Um, also, when your spirit guides, like this will be a whole other, a whole other episode also where I can go deeper into that. But most of the time when spirits connect with you, it's either your spirit guides, meaning um, spirits that have decided not to incarnate right now as a human being, but they come to support you, to guide you, to help you study something, to help you um, develop a quality. Yeah. Um, so most of the time it will be one of these two that come close to connect. 
Now, what makes it scary is that you don't fully understand what's happening and therefore you project your fears onto them. Very normal. I did this for many years. And so what I noticed in the beginning, what was really, really um, important for me since I was having this fear, and I want to give you this as a tip, if you notice that you have fears around spirits, um, to start connecting with the spirit world. This is my number one tip. When you have fear for the spirits, start connecting with the spirits during the daytime when it's light. Because very often what happens is the spirit world comes closer to us when we are relaxing and about to fall asleep. And the reason why that happens is when we fall asleep, the part of our conscious mind that starts to relax, start to make space for um, a sensitivity that goes beyond the veils, for a sensitivity that goes beyond our conscious mind. And so right before we fall asleep, we are very receptive for this in-between space where the spirit world can connect with us so much easier. So while it's beautiful that they can do this, in these moments of the evening where we are relaxing or when we are laying in bed right before we fall asleep, it's also for many people a very scary moment because it's in the dark, right? And a lot of these horror movies, a lot of scary scenes, they happen in the dark where you cannot really see and it makes it more scary. So one of the first um, teachings I received from my teacher as I was having these fears is she said, just ask them to come in the daytime. Ask them to come and connect with you in the daytime. Because she said to me, it is a two-way street. You have a say in this. Connecting with the spirits is not just something that happens to you and you don't have a say in it. You can let them know what you like and what you don't like. You can let them know when they are welcome and maybe when in this moment it's not so convenient. Right. And the reason why it can feel like it's a one way street and it just happens is because we don't realize that we have a say in it. So this was one of the first really big insights for me of like, oh, I actually have a say in this. I can just let them know, hey, when you come to me in the evening, I feel a little bit scared. Can you please come in the daytime? And so I remember this like one of the first times that I would do this. I would sit on my bed in the daytime and I would take a moment to close my eyes and, would, and I would say to the spirits, okay, I'm ready to practice with you. Bring it on. Share some things with me. And one of the first times um, uh, my uncle came through, which was the husband of my sister's mom, and they were having a living apart together relationship. So meaning I never had seen his house. I would always see him at my aunt's house before he passed or at a birthday, birthday um, gathering somewhere with the family. But I had never seen his house. And so as he was starting to come forward, I started to feel like, oh, there is a man here. I feel there is a man here. And I, and I, and I heard his name and I was like, oh, wow, that's my uncle. And I asked him, I said, can you please share some information with me that I don't know? And he started to share about how he had these blue windows. So like the frame of the windows of his house, how they, how some of them were colored blue. And I wrote it down. And then he started to continue sharing and he started to say, 
um, something about some money that was found in between the wall. Um, and he named another thing. I don't remember exactly, but he named a few things and I was writing them down, writing them down, writing them down. And then I said, okay, thank you. And I, I think one of the beautiful things about evidence-based mediumship is that then you're going to check the information. So like I also shared with you last week in the uh, Your Six Psychic Senses, if you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend to listen to that episode as well, where I take you through the six psychic senses that we have as human beings. And it's the senses through which the spirit world or through which our psychic gifts work, right? It's the senses through which we can receive information through energy. It's the language of energy that speaks through these six psychic senses. And so I decided to call my aunt and to check the information because what is really beautiful when you check the information that you've been sensing, you get the feedback whether it's been recognized or not. And this is something that, that we train a lot in the five-week program as well. It's about really crystallizing this language and, and find the subtleties of how this language of energy is working for you. And so I did that and I asked her, I said, I feel a little bit nervous, um, but your husband was with me and um, I would like to check some information if that's okay. And she was okay with that. And I checked with her, I said, I, he showed me that there was blue windows in his house. And she said, yeah, that's correct. And I was like, wow, that's correct. I was really thinking I was making it up. And that's one of the things that is really, really helpful, especially in the beginning with this work, is to give yourself the permission to trust, even if you think you are making it up. And so I did. And I shared something about the money being found in the house. And she said, yes, that's correct. Um, like in the, in the wall, in the hidden place. And I checked the other things and most of the things were correct. And this was so beautiful because the power of getting that feedback of yes is correct really helps to trust your intuition, to trust that you can read this energy, that you can understand the information that is coming to you and that it's correct. And the no's that you're getting, they're really there to invite you to tune in again to what you were sensing and try a different translation. You learn to make the distinguishments between what is fantasy and what is really information coming through. And so as I started to train more my mediumship and psychic abilities, the fear that I was having for the spirit world would also slowly fade away because I started to see that 99% of the time, it's just my loved ones from spirit and my spirit guides here with me, right? It's just these energies here with me that are here to support me, that would love to connect with me, that just come to say hello or whatever was happening. Um, so remember that it is a two-way street. You have a say in this. If they come in an inconvenient moment or you feel scared, you just say, hey, I notice I feel a little bit scared right now. Maybe come tomorrow when the daylight is here. <laughs> um, and so like, let's see, because again, I can talk for hours about this topic, but developing consciously your psychic abilities and your mediumistic abilities 
will help you to understand better what's going on and therefore will have you feel less the need to project your fears onto what you are sensing. So to briefly touch upon the topic of bad spirits, because I can do a full workshop on this and I probably will at some point, but to briefly go into it, um, to share a bit, a bit more about my perspective on this. 99% of the time, maybe even 99.9% .9 of the time, it's your loved ones in spirits, it's your spirit guides, it's the uh, archetypal energies that you feel connected with, it's the, the energies and the beings in the unseen realms that are here to support and teach you, that are here maybe even to learn with you. Um, the the times that I've had experiences with people coming to me uh, saying they have experience with bad sp spirits or negative entities, also 99.9% .9 of the time, it had to do with the energy that was inside that place. So for example, they would go into a house and the vibe in that house was really bad and there was a bad spirit, they said. Most of the time, it was actually the energy that was in that house so people had lived in the house <clears throat> for example there has been a lot of fighting in the house maybe someone had a long-term illness and then passed away and the energy of that situation then stays present in the house so after doing a really good clearing of the house the energy also was clean again and the, the whole sensation of the bad spirit so to speak was also gone with that yeah I don't believe that we as human beings need to help our loved ones with passing to the other side because I've seen it many times now. There is a whole army of support. <laughs> when someone passes on, there is like a whole, like their loved ones in spirits are welcoming them. We don't have to do anything. We just, we can help them with the passing, but we don't help them to, we don't have to help them to reach the other side or anything like that. My experience is that it's a very natural process where they naturally transition to the other side and are very held, held and loved and supported there. But okay, we're drifting off. <laughs> Let's come back to the... So most of the time, it's actually the energy of the things that have happened in that place that can give a weird vibe sometimes. Yeah. Now, there was one client I remember, and he said, I have this spirit that is trying to attack me. The spirit is trying to attack me. And I was offering him a reading to sense into what is actually happening here. Because I was curious. I wanted to learn more about people that are having more like negative experiences with, with spirits. And so as I was tapping into it and as we were, went deeper into the reading, what came out is that he as a child had a situation where he experienced um, abuse from a loved one where he was attacked by a loved one and because this trauma hadn't been resolved in his body yet because he didn't dare to look in that direction so far in his life this spirit came and triggered exactly that wound and this is why i believe that whatever being comes to us beautiful and maybe in the rare cases um, something scary it's always to bring a gift. 
It's always to bring an insight. It's always to point towards healing. It always points towards empowering. It always points toward you getting to know yourself as the love that you are. And this for me, I, I have been studying many, many, many cases in this. And every time I can see there is a deep gift hidden, even when it comes to a negative experience with a spirit. Because what I believe is the moment where you dare to look at the trigger, like at the wound or at the trauma, there is no longer a need for this spirit to point towards it anymore. Right. So the moment where this person would look at the trauma and resolve it inside of himself, there's no need for the spirit to point at it anymore because the trigger is, is not there anymore. The button is not there anymore to push. Right. So one other example, a woman that was feeling all the time that there were entities with her all the time, entities. And then she needed to go somewhere for this person to remove the entities. And then again, she would go throughout her day and then boom, again, entities would attack her. And then she needed to go to this healer to remove the entities and basically created a life where she was feeling fear for the fear itself. So Nothing inside of her wanted to meet that fear, but actually when fear would, would get triggered through, for example, one of these entities, she tried for someone else to solve it for her instead of finding the courage to feel that fear inside her own body. And so in the session, as I guided her into, okay, if this entity is here right now, what are you feeling in your body? Well, I feel a lot of fear. Okay, so what would happen if you would fully welcome this fear? No need to push it away, no need to make it bigger, no need to make it smaller, but just welcome the fear exactly as it is. And as she was doing that, literally I could see her whole energy change. Because what happened is that literally she started to drop into her body more. She started to drop into her breath more. Her body started to soften and relax more. Her body started to access and remember the sensation of trust more. Because the thing is, the love that we are is stronger than anything or anyone. Nothing in this world can harm the love that we are. Right? And I feel that even when it comes to experiences with bad spirits, which nine out of ten times it's something else and it's not that, but that rare case where it is that, it's there to help you connect to yourself deeper as love. It's to help you remember who you are at the core of your being. And I, I do feel inspired to make this, um, to make this workshop, to make this uh, mini training about um, negative, uh, bad spirits and negative entities, because I feel that Often in these realms of mediumship and psychic abilities, we get taught that we need to protect ourselves. Yeah, like imagine there is like a crystal bulb around you and nothing can come through it and you need to protect yourself and close this and close that. And if I'm completely honest, I had a lot of support from protecting myself, especially in the first years of my, of my training in this because I was so sensitive, I was absorbing everything. Um, but over the years, I started to see more and more that the more I was protecting myself, the more I felt like I was walking through life, like 
guarded, literally, like, I need to protect myself because maybe something will like affect me negatively and I need to protect myself. And almost you start to, at some level, walk through life from a certain place of fear that something can actually harm you. And so I'm not saying to not protect yourself, like follow your resonance. Maybe this is a moment in your life where you have certain like intuitive ways of energetic uh, protection. Um, but if you notice that it's actually causing more fear, that it's actually at some level causing more contraction, I would say stay open, stay open. And when something gets triggered inside of you, let it get triggered, let it move through. And I noticed that the more I started to do that, the more like my sensitivity would still be there and the more I would still sense things also from others. But if I would stay open, I would feel it and it would move through. If I would stay open, I would feel the sensation, I would feel the energy and it would move through, right? So I feel that my perspective more and more has become to go through life open, and and to meet whatever is met along the way and to trust that that will trigger whatever needs to be triggered along the way and that everything is in support for us that life is always working for us and never against us that and the same for the connection with the spirits or the unseen realms they're always working for us never against us and i've had some really deep deep experiences with the spirit world also some very challenging ones and every time again i would know it's working for me because every time i would get to know myself deeper and deeper as love now that doesn't mean there's no energetic hygiene right like very often i do some energetic cleansing whether it's through my breath whether it's through taking a shower whether it's to walking barefoot outside in the nature so yes it's beautiful to support your body to let all these energies move through um yeah but but don't worry in your life that something outside of you can harm the love that you are at your core think that's my main message for this episode about um, fear of spirits that the love that you are is always and always the strongest yeah so let me know how this lands for you um, let me know your experiences if you have any with fear around the spirit feel free to reach out to me I would love to hear from you on my social media uh, or in email, like however you want to reach out, let me know how this landed for you, if there were any insights that you want to take with you. And I'm looking forward to diving again next week. Much love. Did you receive any inspiration, motivation, or powerful breakthroughs by listening to this episode? Then please share this episode by taking a screenshot and tagging me in your stories at nicole.nima.costeras. I would love to celebrate you, share you in my stories, and it would mean so much to have my work reach more powerful, passionate women like you. Thank you so much and looking forward to see you next week.